Are you ready? Sean Wendell will be our speaker for today. Sean is the founder and managing principal of ERP Advisors Group based in Denver, Colorado. ERP Advisors Group is one of the country's top independent enterprise software advisory firms. ERP Advisors Group advises medium to large size businesses on selecting and implementing business applications from enterprise resource planning, customer relationship management, human capital management, business intelligence, and other enterprise applications, which equate to millions of dollars in software deals each year across many industries. On today's call, Sean will discuss how artificial intelligence has pervaded the digital landscape and how it is impacting ERP on a practical level today and what we expect to see in the future. Sean, if you're ready to take it away, I'll hand it over. Thanks, Julia. Yep, this is Sean Wendell with ERP Advisors, um, the founder and managing principal, and I'm really excited to talk to you about uh, one of the more, um, I guess it's prevailing, you hear more about artificial intelligence, I, I, I don't know, maybe the last several years you've heard a lot actually on AI, but but really prevailing in the ERP space, I think there's a lot of hype for sure, but there are some really interesting things that we're going to share with you today in hopes that you have a really good, practical, conceptual understanding of AI and how it really does kind of fit into what you're trying to do um, with ERP. So let's get into it. Um, I think the best place to go is to clear up some misconceptions around AI and really even talk about what AI really is, right? When we say AI, we're, of course, we're talking about artificial intelligence. One way of doing that is telling you what it's not about. And what it's not about is um, applications or things like Skynet uh, from the Terminator or HAL from Space Odyssey or one of my favorite um, examples, which definitely shows my age, was a movie from Matthew Broderick back in the day called uh, War Games where you had these computer software systems that really were something to be feared. I mean, you even see that in the Avengers where software becomes this bad thing. But, you know, the reality, especially as people who are super close to, to this kind of work says, is that um, AI is kind of reaching consciousness. There's been absolutely no progress in research in that area. I don't think that's anywhere near um, or anywhere in the near future. So those kinds of concepts of, AI taking things over and controlling the world. It's, that, that's a pretty far, uh, far reaching, um, kind of, kind of far fetched idea. But, you know, you look, I think there was even the new, um, there was a new movie recently with, um, oh, the Spider-Man movie. God, my daughter loves Spider-Man. She just loves that movie. And I was kind of like, oh my God, you know, you've got these drones that are taking over, but you know, there's always evil people on the planet. There just are. There's not a lot of them, you know, maybe a small percentage. And sure, those guys are going to take something like AI and make it bad and set all these drones to take over the world or whatever. But the rest of us are going to make sure that it doesn't happen. So it's sort of like, okay, we're not going to worry about AI in this. Um, again, one of the experts that I just quoted said, you know, we're going to handle that. So fine. Now, what do we really talk about? When, when we're referring to, to artificial intelligence, what does that really mean with all those misconceptions out of the way? And, and there's definitely some different definitions that we've seen, um, but, but it really comes down to systems that use human reasoning as a model in order to get work done. So you could kind of think about a simple definition around computer systems that can perform tasks that normally require human intelligence. That's it. Don't make it any more complex than that. 
And there can be all kinds of, of functions that in tasks that, that we can do with AI, like, you know, speech recognition is probably the most easiest to see and the, probably the most uh, prevailing. But there's also things like um, software reviewing a document or a face and having visual perception that's, um, uh, that's, that's brought in or even decision making for sure. So if you have an iPhone, there's a ton of uh, AI that's happening. You've got, you know, all the way from the face recognition that runs when you look at the, the software to Siri, who takes what you're saying and converts it into something that can make decisions from, from a software perspective. Um, so, you know, lots of opportunities out there to kind of leverage kind of software, but it's not explicitly programmed to do it for that specific reason. So, um, so that's kind of when we talk about, uh, about AI, what we mean now, the interesting part about it is, well, what does that mean for ERP, right? And that the reality is, is that there is, I'm sure 10 years from now, we better do things better, <laughs> to be honest with you as an industry. But, you know, we're not doing bad with, with artificial intelligence even today. Um, several of the vendors that we work with from Microsoft and Epicor and Acumatica and NetSuite have kind of started building AI and machine learning into their platforms. And, yeah, there's a little bit of some marketing hype behind that. But it's really true that, um, you know, that you're starting to see even with, with like an Epicor application where they've got some virtual assistants um, that are going to start coming out later this year. Um, so, you know, you've got kind of this convergence, I think, between a legacy, if you will, technology, which I don't care how legacy ERP is, there's over $50 billion spent a year in mid-sized companies alone, just in, in uh, mid-sized businesses, like I said, in, oh, in North America. So that's a big market. And so if we can kind of help that area to leverage these new technologies, that's I think that's good for everybody. So interestingly enough, if you kind of look back to even some of the origins of, of, of AI, you can actually even start to see that, that this space that we're in of ERP applications and those that are listening to the call care about, or you probably wouldn't be on this call, um, is kind of one of the basis for where a lot of AI came from. Um, it's it's really interesting that that when you look at what ERP tries to do, which is to automate business processes across the organization and track the key data about the resources throughout the organization. In a way, you have to have those processes and transactions in place and data to even do any decision making on. So um, if, if you think about kind of the, the, the basis for what AI is, is really kind of generated from, we were able to build the platform that then these applications can run on in, in business. And, you know, if you if you look at kind of business logic and expert systems, especially from like firms like SAP and Oracle, um, you really realize like, you know what, like this was the beginning of AI. So. Now, um, when we look at kind of where things are going and, and kind of the benefits of AI going forward with ERP solutions, you can kind of look some, across some of the major business processes that we're already kind of automating and helping to manage, like, you know, even in procurement. So we have some clients that spend 
hundreds of millions of dollars per year on buying stuff. Uh, we've got some heavy asset industries that we work with. We've got many, many, many distributors that we work with. And how do they know what to buy and from whom and when? And so normally that would be MRP, materials requirements planning, back in the 80s is when we started, and really the, the 70s is when we saw those applications start to kind of come on board. And we're using heuristic and all kinds of algorithms to make these decisions. Well, guess what? That's AI, right? Well, now with the, the software computing, the hardware side, as well as the software itself being more cheap to put in place, we're seeing our clients making much better purchase decisions on applications um, and doing demand planning and MRP to a whole new level uh, because of AI. So that's that's very real. And even in kind of the um, HR space, if we look at human capital management, being able to match candidates with positions and really kind of even forecast into the future to say which candidates we think are going to be our top performers, um, Right there, we have, we're basically employing um, artificial intelligence and years and years of decision making into deciding who we employ. So some fantastic opportunities. And it, it just kind of goes across the gamut from even the manufacturing side with labor schedules, how to best optimize and predict demand um, and how much inventory levels are needed to Certainly e-commerce with serving up products that customers are more likely to buy based on key indicators such as past purchases or search history or results of similar buyers or even the geography that they're located in. You know, I we're doing a business trip here in Florida and I'm amazed at how Google keeps uh, positioning things from Florida for me and actually Facebook and then um, I was on an email, or I got an email from Lufthansa. Um, I just took a flight uh, internationally, and Lufthansa sending me ads for flights from Tampa to Rome and Tampa to uh, the Netherlands. And I'm like, oh my gosh, these guys, they know, man. They know. That's just the way it is. And that's artificial intelligence that, that, that they're using from an e commerce perspective. And of course, on um, customer service, too, you know, enabling service professionals to have a better feel for. Um, you know, how valuable this client's going to be and looking into kind of costs and the anticipated satisfaction and information on a customer's likelihood of renewal is, is super important. So it's it, the purpose and why we wanted to do this call was because don't make AI some cliche, like totally separate initiative that, you know, we have to have an AI strategy, right? It's the same advice that we've given folks who've listened to our calls on cloud in the in the years past that, you know, I've got to have a cloud strategy, AI strategy, or there's also some um, other kinds of emerging things that are happening around um, automated process flows. Yeah, like I was involved at, at uh, uh, one of the, well, actually now it's Oracle, but J.D. Edwards and PeopleSoft 20 years ago on an initiative around kind of taking these business applications and making them more process-oriented called business process management, and it was going to change everything. And it actually did change everything. But but when you look at how these kind of key technologies emerge and you kind of spin them into the ERP world, they always have to solve real business problems. So if if there's one key nugget that you can get from us today is – 
If you look at some of your biggest business issues across the enterprise, you have some basic data in place. Transaction level processing is in place. You're capturing key data. You're even able to report off of this, off of these data. Look at the kind of key decisions that go into what you do with the data. And inevitably, there's apps in the market that will take you to the next level of how do we build in the decision-making process into these specific applications that then can provide more value add and and really even drive um, to kind of the next level of uniformly making decisions across your enterprise as you get bigger. If we can build out really good AI models um, and decision-making, then we're, we're basing our decisions off of kind of a collective unconscious, if you will, from Star Trek. Um, but your your decisions are going to be more uniform across what you're doing. And I mean, every person on this call has applied for a credit card or a mortgage or whatever. And you bet the banks are employing AI to make those decisions today. So so as a summary, um, we we really do believe that that artificial intelligence will become really the foundation that all ERP is based on. Um, it's, it's, we're moving again away from transactions and just reporting to business processes. Now this next evolution is really around decisions. So there's, there's tons and tons of benefits to that automation and to the machine learning. This is not something to be afraid of. Um, uh, Erica and I, um, we're the owners of the business and we have a son who's about to graduate from high school. And we don't believe that his job is out of school, uh, out of, uh, of university when he's done is going to be automated by machines. That's <laughs> um, not going to happen. Um, there, there, of course, are going to be kind of continuous evolutions of how companies and people really are using AI to solve business problems. But, you know, again, another key concept for you all is how do we take advantage of those, those benefits and really make a difference with the organization and with the business? Um, there's always going to be a need for people that can make those decisions and can really apply and understand what real fundamental problems are and then put in solutions to solve them. We'll just hopefully make the planet even better. I mean, that's why we're in business. Um, so we it's just AI is really a good tool to do that. So, um, you know, most likely your your ERP solution should be incorporating AI already and probably is, whether you know it or not, especially around demand planning, um, forecasting, um, analytics. You know, there's some applications like Anaplan that are really leading the way in those areas as well that are super, super strong there. So then you have the other part of this, too, is, is if it's not, then let's talk to you about that too as a firm. We can help you decide if it's right for you and, and more importantly for your use case that if there's benefits or not. And a lot's going to depend on the amount of um, automation that we can get um, and the business benefit. So um, this is this is kind of a good discussion here. And Juliet, I'll wrap up here in just a moment. A little bit higher level topic. But but again, it's really important for everybody on the call to understand this isn't something that isn't going to come to ERP. It's already here. And don't be afraid of it. And more importantly, look for opportunities to leverage um, artificial intelligence and some tools in the markets and definitely talk to your existing software vendors, the people that sell you the software, as well as your implementation partners to find out what you can do more. But just make sure there's real business benefit behind it first before you just do 
kind of a, what I quote, a techie beanie weenie exercise. Like actually look for real business benefit and you'll find AI is super, super helpful to you too. That's it for today. Julia, back to you. Okay, Sean, thanks very much. A lot of great information as always. Uh, thank you everyone for taking the time to join us today. Uh, please let us know if we can answer any questions. Call us, reach out to us through our um, website. We're happy to help in any way we can. Uh, please join us for our next call on December 10th, uh, Post Go Lives, how to get the full benefits of your new ERP system. We will discuss how to maximize the value and gain the full benefits of your new ERP system. Please go to our website, erpadvisorsgroup.com.